Hey everyone! Welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you surround yourself with a great team. My guest this week is Poonam Rahman, who is the founder of two international nonprofits, which are Virtue Mental and Shattering Bias in STEAM. Poonam is a really impressive individual who is doing great work to serve underrepresented people through her nonprofits, and I am so excited to share her story with you now. So, without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Poonam Rahman. Yeah, of course. Well, thank you so much for having me, Lily. It's such a huge honor to be featured on such an amazing podcast. But uh, my name is Poonam Rahman, and I'm the founder and CEO of two international nonprofits, uh, one of which is called Virtue Mental, which aims to provide free mental health resources to underprivileged communities and a lot of um, like historically marginalized communities as well. So we focus a lot on the South Asian population, the LGBTQ population, and just like so on and so forth. And my second nonprofit is called Shattering Bias in STEAM, and we aim to provide uh, free mentorship and internship opportunities to girls who are looking to pursue a career in STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. But they might not really have um, like resources within their communities just because of their socioeconomic status. And just, there were just so many um, like factors that play a role in their, um, just like the lack of accessibility that they have. So that's just a little bit about the work that I do, but I'm also a student. Um, I'm a pre-med and pre-law student at Roosevelt University where I'm majoring in psychology with a concentration in neuroscience. And I'm also minoring in management as well. So that's just a little bit about me. Wow. After hearing all of that, I am so glad that you could find the time to talk with me because you are a busy, busy person to say the least. I'd love to get started with learning a little bit more about you and your background. So what challenges have you faced or maybe what experiences have you had in the past that really led you to this point of creating your two nonprofits and getting involved in this advocacy work? Can you tell me some about the background that led you up to this point? Yeah, absolutely. So as for um, Virtue Mental, the reason why I started that organization is because um, it just like when I was younger, I've gone through a lot of like mental health challenges. And I felt that I didn't really have that much support from like my own community. And I kind of came to realize that um, within the South Asian community, there's a lot of stigma when it comes to like mental health issues and just talking just like speaking openly about like someone having a mental health condition. Um, Because like, if someone has some kind of like, heart issue or like skin issue, they would obviously go to like a cardiologist or a dermatologist. But if someone has some kind of like mental health illness or mental health condition, um, they're, they're just kind of like not really, um, they're not really seeking help for that. And that's kind of what uh, one of my purposes for Virtue Mental is. It's not just to like provide all these amazing resources, but also to kind of create a conversation around all these um, 
just like all these um, mental health conditions that are prevalent in the world. But as for the other nonprofit that I started, Shadowing Bias and Steam, um, the reason why I started that nonprofit is kind of for the similar reason why I started uh, Virtue Mental is because I didn't really feel like there were uh, mentors that kind of looked like me that were South Asian and that were kind of um, had the same upbringing as me as well. So that's kind of why like I created this like mentorship program, which is very diverse and which um, just ha just has like a lot of amazing women involved, which uh, of like all diverse um, nationalities and backgrounds. I would love to talk a little bit more about Virtue Mental, if you can. Can you tell me some about the mission of the organization, what you're working on now? Just give me the whole overview of what you're doing with Virtue Mental. I'd love to know what you also see for the future of the nonprofit. So I know that's a lot rolled into one, but I want to get the whole scoop on Virtue Mental. Yeah, of course. So as for Virtue Mental, um, we have a lot of cool resources. Like we have workshops and support groups and we, we do like a lot of like uh, group therapy work and all the workshops and um, support groups are facilitated by a certified mental health professional. But at the moment, we're actually planning on launching a one-on-one -on -one, um, teletherapy service where individuals are able to uh, book um, just like 30 minute one-on-one -on -one sessions with a mental health professional who is um, located within um, their state, I guess. So everything will obviously be uh, be virtual because it is like virtue mental in a sense. <laughs> it sounds like virtual, but um, yeah. So that's that's kind of like what we're working on at the moment. But um, we. Uh, we actually have like clients from like 10 or 10 to like 15 different countries. And one of our goals is actually to like spread to different um, scale and like spread to like different parts of the world and different countries because mental health stigma and just people not having access to mental health uh, resources is not just an issue that um, the U.S. faces. It's kind of like prevalent in a lot of parts of the world. So um, in the next couple of weeks, in the next couple of months, our focus is to get this one-on-one um, -on -one teletherapy service launched and also to kind of scale and um, spread our resources to different parts of the world. Of course. So I would also love to know you are such a busy person from being a full-time student to doing all of this work with your organizations and I'm sure you've got so much more going on as well. What do you like to do for self-care? What do you do when you need a break or you need to take some time to focus on yourself? What are those outlets for you? Yeah, so self-care is something that I try to like emphasize to like all the people that I work with at Virtue Mental and Shattering Bias because um, that's kind of like the core part of my existence is self-care. And I think one, um, one self-care method I like is, it's gonna sound really stupid, <laughs> But I just like going to Target and I don't really buy anything from there. Like I just like going there and like walking around and like just like seeing like all the cool stuff that they have because like Target always has like everything cool. <laughs> everything like they they just have like all the cool things there. So I just like going um, going to Target, looking at all the cool stuff that they have and just sometimes buying chocolate and stuff like that. So um, that's kind of like why um, that's kind of like one of my modes of self-care, I guess. I absolutely love that. And I can definitely relate with that outlet for self-care because one of mine is actually going to Trader Joe's and walking around and looking at all of their cool stuff. So pretty much doing the exact same thing as you. So <laughs> you're definitely not alone in that one. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit now and have you tell me some about your work with Shattering Bias in Steam. Can you tell me some about what inspired you to create that nonprofit? Um, it is called Shattering Bias in Steam. So 
what are some of those biases you've seen that you're hoping to shatter with this nonprofit? Yeah, of course. So I think um, my main motivation for starting Shattering Bias is because, like, I remember this one time I, a male colleague, I'm not going to name names because this person might be listening to this podcast, but um, this person kind of said, like, he kind of made this inappropriate joke against my gender and we were like, um, there's just a lot of people around and most of the people that were there are males and they didn't really stand up for me when he like made this joke. And so I kind of had this realization that this is something that, um, it's not like something that I just individually face. This is kind of like a reality for a lot of women around the world. So through Shadow and Bias and STEAM, we kind of have like a lot of events that um, talk about these issues that women in STEM face or STEAM face. And we also have like um, confidence building sessions and a lot of um, just a lot of cool workshops that focus around um, just like mentorship and women's empowerment and just kind of eradicating this Uh, gender discrimination that is prevalent in the world. So at the moment, our main project is actually developing a, just developing our main uh, mentorship mentorship program where um, women in STEM or just like young women in STEM are going to be going to be like paired up with working professionals within the field of science and technology and so on and so forth. And they'll be learning the ins and out of um, just like careers that are within the field of science and everything like that. And they'll also be um, doing like virtual shadowing experiences and it's just gonna be a really fun time. I can't spill everything. <laughs> That's great and it's such important work. So thank you for sharing and explaining all of that. I want to switch gears again and ask you about the best advice you've ever gotten. Are there any quotes or words of wisdom that you try to keep in mind and that you try to live by? Does anything like that come to mind for you? Yeah, so I think um, I totally forgot who told this to me, but someone said like, you don't have to like change your whole life in a day or you don't have to like do everything in a day and something along those lines, because the thing is like, I'm doing so many things like, I'm the CEO of two nonprofits, I'm a student, and it just feels like really overwhelming sometimes, like I have to do everything in one single day, and like, to think about it, like to put things into perspective, like you don't really have like that much time in a day, because you do have to sleep, and you do have to like eat and like take care of yourself, so like, it's not like humanly possible to like accomplish everything in a day, so that's just something that I try to like keep in mind, because like, I'm that type of person that sets like five-year like goals like what I want to do with like five years from now but I want to accomplish that in like three days so that's just something that I try to like keep in mind Um, like you don't have to do every single thing like you don't have to accomplish every single thing in one single day. I love that and I think it's great advice especially for those people that do want to solve everything and they want to try to fix it all in a day it's important to remember to slow down and take your time so I have one last question for you and I'm really excited to get your take on it Lots of young people, particularly college students, want to make a difference and they want to create change, but they may not know how to get started. Do you have any advice for those types of people? Yeah, of course. I think um, the one thing that I would say is to find a niche if you're trying to create like a nonprofit or just like anything along those lines, because it's really easy to say that you want to help people, but you need to kind of realize like, you need to kind of like narrow down your options in a sense. Like there's so many nonprofits out there. I feel like everyone and their moms started a nonprofit during quarantine. 
So um, it's just really important that you find a niche and you find some something that you're passionate about because um, people can see right through it. Like if you're not passionate about something and people can like kind of feel your energy in a sense. So it's really important that you find a niche and you find something, you find like some kind of cause that you're passionate about and that you're kind of uh, focusing on for like the, just like for your mission statement and things of that sort. And I think the second piece of advice that I would give to anyone that's looking to create change or looking to create a nonprofit is to find a reliable team. Because starting off at Virtue Mental, we didn't really have like a strong and reliable team. Like it was just me doing like all the work most of the time. So it's really important. I, I mean, now like we're, we have like an amazing team. So kudos to them. <laughs> So it's really important that you find a team that kind of shares the same vision as you and that kind of shares like the same, um, just like the same vigor as you in creating an impact in the world. Poonam made some great points during our conversation, and I want to take some time to highlight one that she said that I really haven't heard too often on this show. Her last piece of advice was that you should find a team of people that are as passionate as you are, and I think that is a phenomenal point. You don't have to do this work alone, and there are certainly people out there who would love to help with any endeavor that you set your mind to. Find other people that are passionate about the work you're doing and figure out how you can combine forces, because change comes when you surround yourself with a great team. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and you can follow Poonam on Instagram at the Poonam Ramen to get connected with her and she has her nonprofits linked in her bio so check those out too. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye guys.